0: Hey, everybody, before we get started with this episode, I just wanna let everybody know we are currently running a kids program at Train Insane Gym. It is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, We are going over some very basic fundamental stuff. We're teaching them how to you know, sprint mechanics, uh, jump. We're doing some bodyweight exercises. We're playing some fun games to get them to use their core and some different movements. Uh, It's a great chance to get your kids doing something active in a time when there's not a lot of active things to do. Uh, If you're interested, you can reach out on Train Insane Gym. Uh, on our Instagram or Facebook, or you can shoot me, Jeff Etherson, uh, a message, and uh, we can try and get your kids in there. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, and welcome back to Fitness Minus the BS. I'm your host, Jeff Etherson, and today um, I have uh, I have a guest here for the first time in a while. I know you guys have been just listening to me rant and rave uh, for quite a few podcasts, but today I wanted to talk about youth athletics and uh, kind of the quest that I've been on over the last several years to get youth athletes uh, weight training and, and lifting weights. And I have a guest here named Micah Jones. Welcome, Micah.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes. And Micah has been training at this gym. What did we decide since you were?
1: I'm in eighth grade, so I was 13.
0: And you are now how old?
1: I'm 17, so I'm a senior in high school. Senior
0: in high school. So she got started here just at the end of junior high and one of the things that i've an ongoing battle uh that i've had is trying to convince parents that kids need an off season and in today's world of of sports unlike when uh when i was a kid or presumably when you were a kid you know sports are just year round you know especially things like baseball and softball and basketball i think one of the only sports that we're not doing year round is football at this point um and that's for obvious reasons because it would just kind of beat the hell out of you but um, flag football is almost year-round now there's multiple seasons of flag football soccer and a lot of these kids do not get an off-season and one of the things that I stress to people is like you know the off-season is where you're supposed to work on your deficiencies you're supposed to work on the things that uh, are your weak points and that's how you get better you don't just keep playing the sport over and over again so um, I have Micah here because she is one of the first kids, young adults, that we've had here that started kind of at a at a younger age and is starting to see those benefits now that she's kind of gotten into high school. Um, Mike is a senior at Villa Park, um, and so why don't, why don't you tell them uh, when you started here at, at thirteen? Um, what was what was your experience with with weight training?
1: Um, I had no idea how to squat right, or really, I had never lifted lifted any weights before. Um, and I came in I remember the first time I was doing a squat and I did one and you know Jeff was like that is terrible and you know throughout my years being here (laughs) throughout my years being here I've just I've kind of seen how it's all worked and then um, I've gone through internships here and I've learned how to squat right and I've learned what muscles to use and what can make you really progress through time and I think that's really helped me become a lot stronger and I've seen it on and off the softball field as well
0: yeah i forgot to add that micah has also uh recently joined our staff here at the gym she's actually become uh one of the youngest coaches that we've ever had at the gym um and that's just kind of something that's 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 happened over time and uh i think when she got here she was you were you were trying to play catcher right i think that was the goal is that you're not still playing catcher i am am you are still playing catcher gotcha I knew first base. Yes, yeah. Um, and one of the things that she was struggling with at the time was that throw down to second base. Mm-hmm. Um, not only with just the the footwork of doing it, but with the strength. I mean, that's you know, you gotta you gotta have a cannon to you know throw that ball in a straight line. Um, and I remember this story vividly. But why don't you? So what changed in your performance from like struggling to make that throw to building some strength and starting to lift weights?
1: Yeah. So. Um you know with lifting weights obviously you get stronger and I didn't I didn't really think or I didn't know how it would affect me on the softball field and then probably about maybe a year or six months to a year later um, I was throwing down a second off my feet and I could finally get it there you know in, in a straight line and then maybe about a year and a half later I was throwing off my knees and I remember getting a girl out um, and it was one of the best feelings ever, and I I don't think I could have done that without you know lifting weights or anything.
0: I think that's the one that I remember. I remember getting videos from mom uh, of you throwing a girl out from your knees at second base, which is I mean, considering where you started to where you were, I mean that's uh, that's a pretty big difference. Um, Micah's mom has also been a member here damn near since we opened, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say right around 10 years. So she's she's had a, a pretty good. Example, uh, mom also competed in Olympic weightlifting. She's won a couple national competitions, but this isn't about mom. <laughs> uh, shout out to Carolyn. So the other thing, uh, obviously, so- and again, Mike is a softball player. Um, we, I could have had a number of athletes come in and talk about, you know, baseball, football, basketball. Um, but the 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 moral of the story here, or what I'm trying to get across, is there is there is no sport any longer where being stronger is not an advantage. And I think, if you would've told me 10 years ago that, uh, first of all, that I would own a gym, I wouldn't have said I would, but that I would I would enjoy working more with female athletes than with male athletes, I would've told you you were crazy. Uh, but the, re- and the reason for that is this, female athletes still, and it, this blows my mind, they do not have, by and large, a strength and conditioning program. I mean now, people are gonna say like, well my kid goes into the gym and they do they do stuff, right? They go in there and they do things. Like, I don't wanna, I'm gonna ask you a question and my intent is not to put like your school or your coach or anything on blast or anything. But I mean, compare and contrast a little bit what you do or were doing at school versus what you were doing in here.
1: Um, well at school, we don't lift any weights it's basically just the football team that gets to lift weights. And I feel like that's how it is at a lot of schools, unless you're a really top program that wins CIF championships. But, um, yeah, is, we what don't, what does that tell you? Yeah.
0: That, I mean, they lift weights. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So we don't lift any weights. Um, I mean, for softball, we barely do conditioning. Um, so I think it's, it's a benefit to be able to get into a gym like this.
0: Yeah. The, I didn't know that I thought you guys did something. I thought you guys had some kind of, so, well, that's a pretty easy, you know, we, we win by default in that category, but I mean, even the kids, uh, that do have some kind of weight training program when they come back and they share it with me. I mean, again, this is, this is not me trying to, uh, shame a program or any coaches or anything like that. The the truth of the matter is most sport coaches, softball, baseball, basketball, their focus is on coaching the sport as it should be. That's why at every top-level program, they have strength and conditioning coaches. And that's their job, is to focus on getting them stronger and in better condition to play the sport. And most schools don't have that, by and large. Just like she said, unless they're you know a super-top program with all kinds of money to throw around. So getting into something that is a, a well-structured strength program is huge. And, and I, what I started to talk about was the female athletes. but it makes such a big difference for them because so many programs aren't doing it. If, if, if I was to take a, a team in a division or a conference uh, where nobody else lifted weights and I got to work with them and put them through a program, make them stronger, like they're going to be better, right? Of course, skill comes into play. I'm not trying to say that I'm gonna take a, somebody that can't throw a ball and turn them into CIF championships, right? But that's the coach's job, right? If I take an athlete and I make them bigger, stronger, and faster, and you can't turn them into a better softball, basketball, baseball player, that's not my fault. Anyway, so getting them in here and getting them into some kind of pro, especially, and and I've said this a lot, the fact that Micah walked into high school knowing how to squat and deadlift and bench press. You know how much time, I've I've been a strength coach at uh, a couple different high schools. I've worked with Luera and Kennedy. Um, I worked with uh, Magnolia. A while ago there's there's a certain amount of time that a strength co- even if you have a strength coach which i was that is wasted having to teach everybody square one stuff here's how we squat right i can't even put weight on you yet because you can't squat here's how we deadlift you know and a lot of programs don't have time and skip over that and what you're seeing is you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna throw the school out there but one of my athletes came in the other day, they're just starting to get back in the weight room. Um, Cause that's one of the things that, you know, COVID kept all these weight rooms closed, but they came back and they showed me the program. And it's like, they're, they're in week one and these kids are doing cleans and snatches, which are the two most complicated lifts on the planet. And, you know, I, I teach these lifts, I coach these lifts, I coached uh, Micah's mom through this stuff. And I mean, it would take me a month to teach a super coordinated athlete how to do these things. And they're doing this stuff with freshmen day one. Uh, it's just, it's it kind of blows me away. But again, I understand they're under the gun. They don't have time. And a lot of them are just looking at what higher up programs was well, like, well, I've, and I've even heard coaches say stuff like, well, this is what the Rams do, so this is what we should do. Wrong. <laughs> That's not it's not a great way to look at it, right? And, and, and like so many other things, you don't look at where somebody is now and, and try to copy them. You look at where they are now and you're like, all right, well, what did they do to get there? What was the process to get to that point? Not what are they doing now? You know, you don't look at an Olympic sprinter and be like, man, I wanna be like that guy. I should do his workout. No, you'll die. It's not gonna work. So, Micah, over the, over the course of time, you obviously are, are still surrounded by girls that are not Lifting weights. You've brought a couple girls in here over the, over the course of the, you know the last couple years, um, but what would you say like as you have progressed through this? We didn't even talk about you hitting, right? That's that's something that we need to talk about. So I mean, again, Micah could hit the the softball. She was already she was already somebody that could hit it. She's you know her parents spent time and money on hitting coaches and stuff like that. But like talk to me about what did you notice about what happened with your hitting?
1: Yeah. So um, when I was in eighth grade, I had just joined a new team and. I wasn't I wasn't a very strong hitter. I mean, I could hit the ball. It was probably just by luck, honestly. Don't um, say that. <laughs> and I was honest, I think I started out being a really good bunter. And then <laughs> I, you know, I started getting stronger, and as time went on, I became one of the top hitters on my team and now I can hit home runs easily and I mean, it's it's made a huge difference and honestly, it installs a lot of confidence. Even just walking into high school like knowing that I was a girl who lifted weights and a lot of these girls don't lift weights, I knew that I was strong. And I, like, compared to a senior, being a freshman, compared to a senior, I knew that I was probably as strong as them, so it made me really confident. I,
0: I, and that's a that's a great point. The con, You know, so many sports rely on, on confidence, and I think that that's a key point, walking in and know, because again, if you don't lift weights, if you don't do these things, um a lot of people don't even know what strong is they don't know what that means it's it's so many and and i talk about this uh from a perspective of so many kids don't don't even you know they can hit the ball they can throw the ball but there's no point of reference of of you know let's just say that they play for a team that's just okay you know and the best player on their team is really just kind of average they don't know that right all they all they think cuz it's like well you know Billy or Sally is the best player, and I'm not that much less, you know, I'm, I'm just about as good as they are. Well, what if they're mediocre? You know what I mean? Without Without training, without trying to do something to make yourself better, you don't even know what their potential is. And you're sitting on, and I mean, we could talk about your speed, we could talk about, you know, a number of things that have improved over the time where it's like, without doing these things stronger, a stronger athlete, I mean, is going to run faster, jump higher, throw farther, hit the ball. Far. I mean, there's just it's just going to happen. So it just kind of it magnifies all the things that they may already be good at. So a lot of times I'll have these conversations with parents where it's like, well, they're already the best one on the team. Yeah, but what if their team's not that good? You know, it's the attitude of like, well, you don't think they could be better, just because the, you know, just because your kid happens to be the the, the standout right now does not mean that they will be at the next level, that they will be even next year, right? So everything that you can do, I, I know parents, and I know your parents, they'll spend money on hitting coaches, they'll spend money on pitching coaches, they'll spend money on, what else? What are the other coaches? Fielding. Fielding, coaches, speed yeah. and agility stuff, right? Which is important. But a lot of people really underplay or, or undervalue just the strength, part. you know, I say strength and conditioning just because those two words always go together, but by and large, just getting stronger. Um, and the difference that that can make in all of those other things, you know, it's not like do this or this, right? A well-rounded player should be doing all of those things. Um, but just, just to wrap up, right, if there was a parent, or I doubt there's any kids listening to this podcast, but if there's a parent that is You know debating or or you know kind of listening to this and it's like on the fence about getting their kid into a strength and conditioning program like what what would you say is like was the selling point for you on this like why would you recommend this why do you recommend this to your friends
1: I think that well like Jeff said with hitting coaches um, I didn't see a difference in my hitting until I came here and I think building the mechanics and the coordination in the gym that's where it starts and that's how you bring it into your sport um, and another thing is I I haven't grown in height since freshman year or eighth grade I stopped growing then so it wasn't about I didn't get taller, you know, I just got stronger So I think that really made a difference.
0: Yeah, what so what kind of weights are you squatting these days?
1: Um, so I can squat 150 pounds, you know, I started out with just the bar um, I can deadlift 185 almost 200 working on that um, so I mean I've really grown. I don't. I never saw myself lifting this much weight. I never saw myself even catching up to my mom. Um, but you know now I'm I'm not as strong as my mom. But i was gonna say you're not there yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not there. I'm working on that. But I I am close, I guess. But yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. I know she's actually got to run uh, run to school right now. But thank you for the time. And I appreciate it. It's always nice to hear it from somebody other than me, right? I could have done this podcast and. And just said all these things, but it's it's always great to have another uh, another voice that kind of lived through it and uh, can kind of be an example for everyone. So thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate it. Yes,
1: thanks for having me.
0: And uh, that'll conclude this one. We'll talk to you guys soon.